Welcome traders and friends. I'm Elisa Levinson and this is Are You Green? A daily review of the New York Stock Exchange with top news, top movers, and insights into my personal trades. Today is January 8th, 2021, and it has been a roller coaster day. The SPY previous close was 379.10. When I started putting my notes down for the podcast, it was around 379.07, so barely red. And now it's around 380.45. So it, it has been a interesting day with a big drop in the center of our afternoon. And we'll kind of go into why that happened. The XLK technology sector previous close was 129.92. It's now around 130.62. Is the technology sector green? Yes, it is. And now the question everybody wants to know, are you green in my personal trading accounts? No, I'm barely red today, but I'm really happy with what I'm holding. I also made some really great sales and entered in a couple new swings. So I'm excited to go over that later on in the show. First, we will take a short break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the top news. Today, it is around the December jobs report. That news prompted a lot of discussions around the stimulus checks. I definitely want to go into that with more details. So stay tuned. Today, the Labor Department released their December jobs report. There were a few things very notable in this report that I want to touch on. As an overview, the U.S. did lose 140,000 jobs in December, and that number is terrible, honestly. The U.S. job growth took a huge drop in March and April, the job growth has been recovering since April. So it's steadily been going up, which is great, more jobs available, then you can kind of know that the unemployment rate, you can see that to decrease. So it's kind of a good measure of what is to come. In December, the job growth went negative for the first time since April. So not good at all. The Department of Labor basically said that this decline and the decline in payroll employment is reflecting the situation that the country is in with COVID still in a pandemic. The most affected sectors of this jobless report are the service sectors, restaurants, and hospitality. When looking at the market overall, people are wondering how come this big jobs report and all of these companies that are laying off people and really struggling right now, it should, in our minds, have a larger effect on the S&P 500 and on the markets. But because the most failing sectors, restaurants and hospitality, they are such a small part of the stock market in general because technology and retail has soared with e-commerce and still done really, really well in this pandemic. So we don't really see the effect of those sectors struggling, even though they are still very much struggling. We can continue that this jobs report will be down as well in January. Unfortunately, until we we have massive vaccine distribution. They are not expecting any job growth to make a big rebound.
around or unemployment numbers. Biden today spoke about his um, next moves for the final cabinet uh, positions to be appointed. After he spoke, he opened it up for some questions and they had asked about the jobs report. So that's really why I wanted to bring this up with you guys. He said that it's very unfortunate, everything that I'm saying now, but he mentioned that this shows that we need relief right now. We cannot wait. Money needs to go out right now. And we need to spend that money now so that we can really boost up the economy later. He also mentioned his plans to generate jobs, new jobs in infrastructure and in healthcare. And of course, the the huge emphasis on distributing the vaccine. None of these numbers can really improve while we're still in the midst of a pandemic. And this prompted discussion about the stimulus because more people are struggling, needing more assistance. People have already forgotten about the $600 that went out. It's like nothing. It's like two grocery trips, one grocery trip for a large family. So this report prompted those discussions. There were a couple of sticky news stories that came out in the afternoon, basically thinking that maybe these senators aren't going to approve a $2,000 stimulus check. It's all 100% speculation, and that's why the market had a big dip in the afternoon and then bounced right back up as soon as Biden start, started talking about generating jobs and growth and et cetera. So we are in a very reactive market right now. So if you do see some of these panic sell-offs or panic sells going, especially after news like this breaks, it's really important that you do not become one of the losers. Please make a plan and trade your plan and do not let this interrupt your trading plans especially because a lot of this news is is pretty fleeting as we can see because today the spy has really climbed its way back up into the green looking at top movers everyone today is talking about tesla and like honestly i don't want to talk about it so yes tesla's up yay what i will say about tesla is that a lot of people are looking at what their future is going to be with Tesla. And one of the problems is that they do not have the facilities to really grow the way that they need to. It was brought up by a few people that maybe Tesla would consider buying General Motors. General Motors is also working in the EV space now. I reported on this like maybe a couple of months ago. I should find that episode just talking about how General Motors is having a huge emphasis on ramping up their electrical vehicles by 20 I do think that this is a great ticker to buy for a long-term investment. GM, it's just GM is the stock symbol sign. Even if Tesla does end up buying them for the infrastructure that they have with factories and so on, it's still going to be really great buy now. And as this company grows, it'll be interesting to see. So if you want to get into opportunity, I would look at GM because Tesla is just so overcooked right now. We'll see what happens, but don't be shorting this stuff right now, guys, okay? (laughs) The other top movers I wanted to talk about are WDFC. So that is WD40. They're up 12.79%. That's insane. Obviously, this is due to the amount of demand that we've seen for people to work on their homes, you know, being quarantined for COVID. So that's why the stock has done so well. This is not a buy, in my opinion, but because of this huge increase, I will be kind of watching the stock to see if maybe this is something 
something that I can buy dips off of and benefit from emotional cells in the future. We also had Baidu, B-I-D-U, up 14.7%. And again, Plug, P-L-U-G, up 11.76%. Another one that I would not short. People in my trading group that I follow, you know, they shorted DDD yesterday. That was a terrible idea. Some people are looking at shorting Plug, and I just would be very cautious for that. As far as the last top mover goes, we have TRIP. That is TripAdvisor, T-R-I-P. It's up a 11%. And I wanted to mention this one because it was so crazy that trip is up so high with all of the rest of hospitality and travel pretty much down or flat. So it's interesting that they did pop up 11%. But I guess people are going to be looking to plan their trips. So TripAdvisor makes sense. I will be watching that ticker to see if there are any good drops from this overextended boom and see if there's any potential swing trades or day trades there. So on the downside, we had Cirrus FM that trades for S-I-R-R-I. It's down 6.7% and JKS down 8.5%. A few of the other solars are also down today and it just... Again, like that's why I go over these top movers because sometimes when you see them go up, like we saw with JKS, you can just expect it to go down in a couple of days. So it's really good to have your pulse on what these tickers are doing. And I do think that the JKS movement that we saw today represented a good opportunity. So that is one of my swing trades. But let's get into the trades that I sold. And I want to go ahead and start to share my screen so that I can review my trades with you guys on the charts so that you can see my strategy a little bit better. So I'm really excited to do that on Friday. So I am just setting this up. First of all, whenever I share my trades, I am sharing from the Think or Swim platform. That is not only one of my brokers is TD Ameritrade, but Think or Swim is an amazing charting platform. It's seriously one of the best in my opinion. I have a couple of ways of doing this, but when I'm looking at charts, I am in the account that's paper trading. If you've never heard of paper trading before, what paper trading is, is it's a fake trading account with fake money. You know, they give you like $100,000. You can practice your trading strategies with that money and you get obviously access to the same exact accurate charts and everything. So it's really great way to practice trading. Last year, I loved trying out new strategies through my paper trading account on Thinkorswim. I also use this account as my main charting platform because sometimes you can click and, and start orders. And so I want to make sure that I can very safely click around, do alerts, do all sorts of things and not worry about getting into a trade accidentally or anything like that. I wanted to look at BABA first. So that's B-A-B-A. -A. So I spoke about this trade yesterday, how I got into it, and I wanted it to be a day trade. I ended up having it be a swing trade. I did talk with you guys about having some levels around 227.70 with a big target at 230. So the time frame I watch is 90 days, five minutes. I love the five minute candles. I also like this viewpoint because it very clearly shows me 
the weekly pivot points and monthly pivot points and quarterly pivot points as well. Um, that is the strategy that I follow. It's a reverse pivot strategy. So just using these pivot points to try to help me predict where these stocks will go. So it had this big drop off the open yesterday. I told you guys that I wanted to be a day trade because it didn't go down to that weekly pivot that you see at 217.57. But I did feel like, you know, it was going to be a good quick buy and it would hit back up to 227 fairly quickly. I bought that. I wasn't able to day trade it. You guys know the story. It turned into a swing trade. Originally, my sell was at 227.70 and then 230, as I mentioned before. And you could see on the chart why I made that decision because this line, that's the weekly pivot point. And so I felt like very strongly that it would go back up to that point. And not only did it get there, go back up to that point today, but it also soared towards this monthly pivot point, which is right at 238. A lot of times if I want to lock in a safe sell, I kind of look for a range that's in between those two points, as well as looking at my own strategy for hitting the profit that I want. Want. So I did go ahead and sell this at 230 to be safe. And because my average buy was at 222.79, I made 7.4 points on that. So I am really happy about it. The other ticker that I sold today is AYX. This was another one that did turn into a long-term swing. Once I knew I was gonna swing this one, I didn't want to sell at these lower pivot points that you can see right here. So you can see pivot at 111.73. I felt strongly it would burst through that. And then 113.66. That 113.60 level was the original weekly pivot that I was going to sell the day trade for. But then once it turned into a swing, I knew I wanted to let this give this time to work out. I had sell small sell at 117.67. So that's right before that weekly pivot right there for you guys on YouTube watching. That's another week pivot at that point and then I had a larger sale up at 119 which again is a really safe spot in between that weekly and monthly pivot point it did get filled at both of those levels since my average on this was 110.50 I made seven points 7.15 for the uh, first sell and then when I held out to sell the rest at 119 I made 8.5 so really great points on that profit super happy about that net gain. For those of you who are new to either watching me on YouTube or listening to the Are You Green podcast or new to stocks, and I am talking about these points. So each point is like a net, it's called a net point, And that is basically a dollar, right? So that's what the point system is. It's just a really easy way to measure your gains. Because if you're just looking at how much profit you've made, hmm, how do I explain this? So just because you made I don't know, $500 on a trade, that might seem like a lot to some people, but if the trade only made you one point and you had 500 shares and that's why you got the $500, then that's not such a great trade. So to really look at just the trade and the result, we look at the net points, not the dollars. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm 
talk about net points. Any trade over two net points is a really good trade for me. And some of them just don't work out and hit my goal at all. And speaking of that, uh, we can go into 10 cent holdings. Started to get a little weary about this ticker as the news was focusing on a lot of these Chinese companies thinking that they might be delisted from the market. And I've been holding this one for a while. It wasn't really getting to the levels I wanted. So my average was 74.91. Originally, I had a target up here at this strong, that's a quarterly pivot at 79.80 on top of a weekly pivot. So I felt really strong about that number. And that was my original target. But seeing how low volume it is and seeing how the movements have just not been following where I'd like them to be, I did go ahead and sell the rest of this at 76.69. I made a 1.7 profit. So still decent. And for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see this down below shows the volume. So it's like terrible. You can see, you can barely see these little volume tickers. The red lines are sells and the green lines are buys. And what you really want to see is a lot of volumes. So that is definitely something that I watch Let's talk about new trades. Let's look at JKS. So I'm gonna pull up that chart. What happened today, you can see right off the open, we had that huge drop down to you know the 67 level. As soon as I saw that, I was pretty interested because here at this 66.38, there are two pivots stacked on top of each other. So very similar to what I said before, the pivot strategy compounds when you have the these pivots that are stacked because that shows you that that's even stronger that's an even stronger resistance level than if those pivots you know were to be separate <laughs> so we've got a weekly pivot there and then a monthly pivot there and so that's why I bought so I bought at 66.70 for a longer term swing you can see that it doesn't have the best volume but it's also not the worst so I feel pretty good about this anybody who's watching on YouTube I want you guys to be able to guess where I'm gonna buy this next so if you're seeing my screen you can very clearly see that there's a strong strong blue line at 63.87. That represents a strong quarterly pivot. And that is my next buy level down there. A lot of times the ticker can just, or the stock can just move and barely touch that pivot. So I don't wanna miss it by a few cents. So even though that pivot says 63.87, my next buy will be 63.90, just so that I can give myself a few cents of room. But that's where I'll be looking to buy. As far as stopping out on this one, because there's so much of a distance once it breaks through 63 down to the next pivot at 56.56, I will consider selling it at 60.50, stopping out of this trade if it goes below 60.50 because there's so much space between those levels and I don't want to get caught up on um, holding this you know, for a long time while it continues to drop down to as low as 56. So that's my trading plan with JKS. And as far as on the sell side, my average is 66.70. As I mentioned, it's right at those lines. So my sell is actually gonna be at this weekly pivot up here at 71.45. But of course, I wanna make sure to not miss that level. So I'll probably put the first buy around 69, maybe 68.50, and then the second, and then the next level at 70. That is 
is JKS and that's my trading plan there. But again, you guys do not blindly follow me. You need to make your own plan. You need to have responsibility over that plan own up to it. I'm not telling you guys what to do. I'm giving you guys trading ideas and I'm allowing you to follow me trading. I mean, if you are afraid of trading and this is something that you want to get into, I would recommend that you open up a paper trading account. It's fake money and just follow me and my trades and you'll kind of see, you know, how you would in theory be able to make money from trading and that kind of helps rip off the band-aid. So feel free to follow me in the trades, but know that that's at your own risk. You are responsible for your own trades. And that's why if you're just starting out, paper trading is amazing. So be sure to take advantage. Okay, great. So I have the 3M chart up. We've seen a double loss on this uh, on this ticker. What I mean by that is that a very similar movement happened yesterday. Right off the open, it had a big drop and then it bounced back up. Same thing today. Right off the open, it had a big drop. Because I saw what happened yesterday and I know that this is a solid company as far as financials goes, I felt very secure taking a trade today, especially because there's this strong monthly pivot down a little bit below 165.72, and that's where I bought. I bought at 165.55. So that's my average. For those of you looking at the chart, it shows you how awesome and like kind of easy my strategy is. Where do you think my sell level is going to be? This strong line, do you see the strong blue turquoise line? That is I guess it's a dark blue. That's a quarterly pivot line and it's on top of a weekly pivot. So that tells me that's a strong level. So it's at 170.14. So my sell will be at 170 for that swing trade. I love being able to share my charts with you guys. If you guys have trades yourself that you are wanting to ask about, I know we had that question about Zoom. Please feel free to reach out to me via Instagram. It's at areyougreenpodcast podcast. Send me a direct message. I love getting them from you guys. I'm so sorry if it takes me a minute to reply, but that's why a question is the best because I could just answer the question <laughs> through the podcast. And again, we can all learn together as a community and review the charts together. I love being able to show you exactly how I make my trading plan and give you guys ideas for when you're making your own trading plans. So that is it for today. Thank you so much for for tuning in as well as the people um, tuning in to the live stream on YouTube. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Please remember that on Saturday, I'll be releasing a new special episode for the Are You Green podcast. It will be around the 90s.com uh, burst and how to look for a bubble burst in the future. And of course, to both the viewers on YouTube and the podcast listeners, please trade safely, plan your trade and trade your plan.